Good morning. It's good being with you again this morning. The account of Job in the Bible stands out as one of the most horrific examples of a man being pushed to the extreme in order to reveal where his true loyalties lie. There have been many stories told of prisoners of war who were mercilessly tortured in an attempt to extract information. Some eventually gave their lives without divulging that information that could put other lives in danger. We cringe when we hear these stories, but one thing unique about the example of Job is the origination of the torment. God becomes the main character, as he is seen conversing with the devil. In his deliberations, God shows off Job as a very godly and righteous man. Satan takes a contrary stance and accuses Job of being righteous because of all the blessings that God has given him. Well, God allowed Satan to have at him, to test Job, to determine if his motives were pure and if his love for God was sincere. The beginning of the book is a whirlwind of one devastation in Job's life after another. We find Job, after he's lost it all, sitting in a heap of ashes, with his heart broken in pieces over the deaths of his ten children, he declares in Job 121, And said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Job had lost all of his wealth, his servants, his ten children, and the support of his wife. And he still blessed the Lord. It would have been so much easier to digest if the next thing to happen would have been the restoration of all he had lost. However, Job's problems had just begun. Most of the rest of the book is filled with conversations, rather lengthy speeches directed at Job, blaming him for his loss and accusing him of being secretly worldly and hypocritical. Job's three friends take and decimate every last drop of Job's emotional stability. Over and over they conjure up every conceivable reason that Job's difficulties lie with him guilty and deserving of his condemnation. After all, they reasoned, if Job were not guilty, he would not have experienced all this desolation. No matter how Job replied, they refused to believe his innocence. He was at the end of his endurance when the Lord visited him. Through a series of questions, God revealed to Job his mighty power. Job was left speechless in the presence of the Almighty. Job's response to God's presence, even after all that Job had been through, is enlightening. He said in Job 42, 5 and 6, I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but now mine eye seeth thee. Wherefore I abhor myself, and repent in dust and ashes. Job was shamed and greatly humbled next to the holiness of God. Though Job had maintained his integrity and had continued to elevate God in spite of being so overwhelmed by his circumstances, when God appeared, Job recognized his own vile nature. Job repented in dust and ashes. How quickly we get full of ourselves, thinking that we are doing fine spiritually. We're not doing anything really bad, and we can't think of anyone we've offended lately. But God is holy, completely holy. Even our righteous works are tainted 
with unselfishness or with selfishness and pride, staining them and making them unacceptable in his presence. Let's be reminded of a truth from Job's response. Let's stay as close to God as we can, that we might remain as humble as we possibly can. God bless you today. I love you.